0: All right, good afternoon and welcome to a special live edition of the really big Barbecue Central show. As you know, if you tuned in last night, this is a show that talks about all things that are important to the world of barbecue and grilling. The show originating from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio, Bomb City, USA, and the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here around 3 p.m. Eastern for another rendition of the Live Fire Fun and Frivolity Show. And today is special as we continue what I think, and we'll get confirmation here from Emily Park here in just a second, is our third year in a row. Maybe it's fourth, but definitely the third year in a row where we have made Hall of Fame announcements the first year. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe this is the third year. Well... Now I guess I'm second-guessing myself all of a sudden. Originally, we just announced who was making up the class of the Barbecue Hall of Fame in that first year, and then the subsequent year, we said, why not add a little bit more mystery, a little bit more intrigue, and we will also do a special announcement revealing who the nine finalists are, three of which will make up the class whatever year we were talking about, and then usually two weeks after this show airs we will rejoin for an announcement of who's actually making up the class and that's what we are starting to kick off here this afternoon so we will bring on without any further ado Emily Park from the American Royal hey Emily hey there so am I right? Or is this the third year we've been doing it in total or are we four years with three years of doing <laughs> two shows? It's starting to run together.
1: I know. There was a little blurp in there that we kind of our worlds got messed up and now I can't remember. I, I we've been talking about it for years, so let's say four.
0: Okay. Yeah, let's I think four. <laughs> so the first year we had just announced who was going to be in the Hall of Fame, and then for the last three years we have been doing a finalist's announcement. And then we also then reveal who makes up that class. So very excited to do it again here in 2022. And what I guess is a little bit more of a normal circumstance. I know over the last couple of years, certainly felt a little different and operated a little bit different, not only for the Hall of Fame aspect, but also for the actual barbecue competition itself. So let's start there, I guess, as we look ahead to this year's American Royal would you say it is on par to be as normal as it had been in years uh, past outside of the COVID?
1: I'm going to say normal or better. Um, so good thing, you know, last year, all of our international teams were unable to join. So I think that's one big portion. I think we got one who um, finagled their way down here. Um, but the rest of the teams, you know, 20, 30 teams, didn't get to to participate. So this year, we've invited them all to come back. Um you know, we opened registration about a week ago, two weeks ago, and we're well over 160 teams. So I feel like it's going to be a great year. I mean, I think we're back. I think folks want to get back. Um, I'm expecting some folks from all over the United States, all over the world. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, let's, let's get our brains back to 2019. That's the goal.
0: No doubt. So uh, keeping in the 2019 mindset, we'll go back and do an unveiling here as we've done in years past, where we're going to be announcing, you're going to be telling us who these nine finalists are, three of which will make up the 2022 Barbecue Hall of Fame class. We will announce that on another live show uh, in two weeks on the 25th. So we're looking forward to that to see who will actually make it up. Uh, Before we do that, let's start it off like we do every year. For those that are just new finding the show, maybe they're just new To the Barbecue Hall of Fame, New to Live Fire, they didn't even know anything about this. A little background on the Barbecue Hall of Fame itself and then how the process goes to go from nomination to potentially making it into the Hall of Fame. Everything that you guys work internally that we might not know.
1: Absolutely. So um, the American Royal... kind of took over the Barbecue Hall of Fame in 2012. Before then, there was a Barbecue Hall of Fame and there were some inductees in it. Um, So we have jumped in almost to help continue um, and grow the Hall of Fame. Um, So we are two separate entities, but uh, I work for the American Royal and with a hat of Barbecue Hall of Fame. So today that's most of what you're going to hear about. So the Hall of Fame, um, when it originated the inductees were in three separate categories it was um industry pit master and then humanitarian so we were realizing that over the couple years that there were some folks who were maybe getting missed because they didn't fit one of those categories and at the same time there were so many individuals who <sighs> spread across 15 categories to be quite honest mm authors, educators on TV, I mean, you name it, like the world of barbecue has exploded. And, and so we, in 2017, kind of changed our mind on how we looked at this. Um, And, in I think actually that's when you and I started talking. Mm -hmm. And then in 2018, we, we built a, Build a really strong committee, and um, this committee—if uh, everyone is welcome—to look at who it is. It is—it is the who's who of barbecue. I get to sit in on those calls of um, some brilliant barbecuers um, in in the industry who know just about everything that's going on um, in barbecue. So, uh, this group they get together, um, and they are their task to take nominations, which we re- re- receive all year long. Um, and narrow that list down to nine. It is a tough uh, task to do. There's usually well over 100 nominations or more, um, and they take that list and they each year try to determine who the top nine should be considered a finalist. Um, the folks who are nominated, I kind of mentioned that they we take nominations all year long. Anyone can nominate. Anybody listening today can nominate. You can nominate. Um, there's a form on our website. Um, there's also a form on uh, BBQ or BBQHallofFame.com. You can nominate anyone that you think is worthy of this honor, uh, and then we will discuss it. And the nominating committee is the one who really gets to narrow that down. Uh, so that's where we're at today is to talk about these top nine and and greg i apologize i've got news for you in this so a new thing this year we're going to induct four
0: really All yeah right
1: the list is i mean honestly if we could induct 100 we could we would you know yeah. we want to but we we thought you know what a better time than now to induct four and then um and we can talk about it later we have another group that's going to be inducted our legacy group um and we're going to induct three this year. So we're going to have a big class. We're adding
0: we're adding one to either side of that. Though.
1: Yeah. You know, those lists never end. Let's just say it that way. We always have way more nominations than we do spots. And we thought that we should give a little bit more love and, and add that. But also want to make it still such a um, tight, unique, and honorable group. So not too big, but I think this will help.
0: Was there any thought or is there a a recurring conversation, so you're adding one. Has there ever been talk of saying for the next X amount of years, let's put in 10 or 15 or 20 because of the hundreds of years of history that is already behind us? I would imagine there's quite a conundrum of trying to figure out who's recent that might be able to fit this bill and then who's like medium back 50, 60 years. And then what about a hundred right. years ago and then 150 years ago and so on? What kind of conversations go on about that?
1: The conversations never end, I guess, in the best way. So, you know, um, I put it to one of our committee members, um, Adrian Miller, who really brought this to our attention and brought the whole legacy idea and really, you know, um, got the, the team to rally around him with this is prior to the conversation about even having a legacy group, we just inducted three. So we're just excited that we're up to seven, you know? So I think we're gonna continue to, to grow as we can. Um, but then there's the other side that, you know, we don't want it to feel like there's 25 people getting inducted a year and it, and it loses its appeal to say what a big deal it is. Mm-hmm. There, so there's both sides. So we wanna hit a sweet spot. Um, And we're also looking at kind of our colleagues in the world of this. Like what are other uh, Hall of Fames doing? How many are they inducting? What seems appropriate, the past and the present?
0: Emily Park joining us here from the American Royal. And we're going to be announcing who the nine finalists are here, which uh, now four will make up the class here of 2022 in two weeks time, which we will again do a live show exclusive right here on the Barbecue Central show to announce that class. So let's do it this way this year. Emily, give us a name. Uh, however you want to do it, and then give us a little background or a a brief overview of what the discussion was and why this person was able to bridge over from just the general tank into the finals list and however you want to start. Let's go ahead.
1: For sure. Um, Right. I'm just going to go in the order I've got them listed. So the first one is um, Byron Chisholm. So I'm not sure you know, if everybody knows the past of him, but... Butt rub. I mean, you hear butt rub. Everybody knows butt rub. That's um, basically changed what everybody was doing in regards to how they were using uh, the rub on their proteins. Um, he def- definitely strong stance in uh, the competition circuit mm-hmm. and really used that circuit to leverage this as a business and push it forward as a business. And I think that you know something we discussed that. Of the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of different rubs that are out there now, he was at the forefront of getting that creation available to now what you see almost everybody doing competition side as well as, you know, just on the manufacturing side.
0: If you know Byron, you would also know him as Bad Byron or Bad Byron's Butt (laughs) Rub. And as Emily said, uh, you know, a legendary competitor, uh, done it for many years. I think it's probably still uh, dipping his toe in every once in a while. But when you look back in the history of this, as you had mentioned, this is probably a guy that would fit a couple different categories. He was a competition pitmaster, very successful doing that. He also was obviously in business selling the butt rub, as it were. Uh, He'd been on television as well, so he might have fit some celebrity slash humanitarian categories as well. So uh, I certainly see where this could quickly become a conundrum. So Bad Byron is our first finalist. And who's next?
1: next um we have mr steve grady so grady's in north carolina um i guess if you if you're able to go there visit this spot you know i haven't gotten to go but man the folks on the committee couldn't speak um, better about it but looking into it you know the location is authentic when i say authentic it is doing the original way you barbecue it is um not changing its method because there's a new smoker a new line or all of that they are there to the you know, getting their wood and sourcing their protein locally and making sure it, it stays in their community. Um, and they've been doing it since day one and haven't changed since. So I think it showcases also kind of the heritage of where barbecue came from um, and definitely a, uh, a, a helps other restaurants in the area to determine, you know, I'm going to go back to the roots of barbecue. This is what that one is doing.
0: If you listen to the show last night when I had Robert Moss on, not you, Emily, but just in general for the audience that's listening. We had a conversation last night of pulled pork versus chopped pork and Grady's barbecue, well known for chopped pork out there in Dudley, North Carolina. So it ties nicely into a portion of the show from last night. So Steve Grady is nominated as well. Who's third?
1: Third, so returning to the list, Mr. John Marcus. So John is the one who put Pitmasters on the map. I mean, basically developed Pitmasters. And if you, everybody knows Pitmasters, that's where we go to sit and watch uh, the barbecuers and decide if we're gonna do this in our backyard or not. So, uh, you know, he, he is the forefront of that whole concept, which I think just completely changed and brought the world of competitive cooking into our homes. Something we didn't know before.
0: And I think also when you think John Marcus, you think pitmasters, as you said, but there were so many. When I think of John Marcus, and I was lucky enough to meet him in in person in New York City, have lunch with him at Katz's Deli. I think barbecue television. This is the guy that initially came out with those really high, like uh, high in numbered channel on like outdoor life network and some other thing Mm -hmm. that you've just never heard of. But then all of a sudden here was this crazy competition barbecue show that eventually morphed into uh, you know Pitmasters, which ran for 10, 11 season or whatever. It was very successful. So glad to see John Marcus back on the list again. And as somebody who I have to imagine has been so inspiring to so many people across the country, potentially the globe, to get into competition barbecue. So again, good to see John on there. Uh, Next on the list.
1: Next on the list, we have another returner. uh, Was new to the list last year. uh, Ed Mitchell. Ed Mitchell. So, um, you know, what we talked about last year, too, was Ed Mitchell was actually very similar to another um, individual on our group. But, you know, bringing the Southern pit style barbecue, you've got the whole hog, um, the, the history in North Carolina and all of that. So um, we're excited to have, have him back, a very deserving gentleman of being the top nine.
0: No doubt. Uh, very famous pit master, Ed Mitchell. So good to see him on the list again. Next mm-hmm. on the nomination list.
1: Flora Payne, Flora Payne, Payne's barbecue. So um, Flora Payne, her, her story, I mean, she was at Payne's with her husband, um, you know, uh, after he passed away, she she took it over and she runs it with her family now. So, you know, you don't, the women running barbecue uh, is a huge thing that we don't get to see a lot of, but she is the strong-willed one who's keeping Payne's Barbecue exactly where it was and continuing the legacy of that.
0: When I was reading the background on Flora Payne and Payne's Barbecue, I couldn't help and uh, by the way, it's they must be like right around the corner from each other, not to uh, add a pun in and on top of that, but I'm reading the backstory of Flora Payne and the, I immediately thought of Desiree Robinson from Cozy right. Corner Barbecue, started the barbecue restaurant with the husband, husband passes away, she takes control and Continues it to prominence. It's a legendary location. She's in the Hall of Fame, of course. So uh, to see Flora Payne almost in, in in a mirror, in some ways, is uh, is very heartening. Love to see that. So that is Flora Payne, Memphis, Tennessee, Payne's Barbecue, and she is now a finalist. Who else is on the finalists list?
1: All right, Donnie Teal, Mr.
0: Donnie Smiley, Teal of Oklahoma.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo's barbecue. So I mean, um, the world of competition barbecue. Donnie Teal uh, was uh, just just about taking every grand championship he could there for a while. Um, it would be a tough to be in a competition with him. Um, and then he's got his his spot in uh, in in Oklahoma. So you know, Donnie Teal. If you know anything about him and uh, his story, not only does he exude the barbecuer mentality of community and making sure that his um, his story lives on. But also like an educator, a friend, uh, couldn't it be, You know, he's the guy you want in your circle. Um, but Donnie Teal, I mean, competition barbecue, I don't think it would be where it is without him.
0: The thing that stands out to me about Donnie Teal, I actually met him in person. I never meet anybody in person, but I met Donnie in person at a contest in Oklahoma when that, that particular contest was running. He's almost known for never smiling. Look like he's having the worst time ever. He's got that mustache. You know, he's pretty uh, intimidating-looking guy. Always looks like he's having the worst time ever. But indeed, he's having the best time ever. He's got a great barbecue trailer yes. out there in Sperry, Oklahoma, and as you said, a dominant barbecue competitor still to this day. When he shows up, people think, "Well, I'm gunning for second or third place." Why am I here? He's probably gonna win. <laughs> So good to see him as a first-time finalist here on this list. Well deserving. I think he might be an Oklahoma barbecue hall of famer uh, inductee already, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. So um, good to see mm-hmm. him here. Uh, who's next on the finals list?
1: Joe Traeger, returning. Joe Traeger. Uh, you know, a pretty famous name, I would say, in the world of barbecue. Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> nope, no. Nope. Um, I mean, I could. T- I think we could all tell the story, but Joe Traeger is. Beyond some of the other brands that we all know and love, Traeger is what we talk about. Traeger is put um, our, our pits on the market and in our homes, in competition barbecue, in restaurants, they're everywhere. Um, and they are something that everybody now can learn to smoke meat when maybe they weren't able to before.
0: Yeah, or maybe they were intimidated. This gives you a little less yeah. of a, a barrier to entry. So good to see Joe back on the list again. Uh, we got two more mm-hmm. finalists left to go here, so give us another name, Emily.
1: Another returner, Darren Worth. Darren Worth, who uh, might give Donnie Teal a run for his money when they're up at to- competitions together. Yeah. Big competition guy, um, Iowa Smoky D's. You know, I know he's opened a handful of locations up there. Um, just doing fantastic things. You know, he still has you know been a top competitor for many years. Has won. So many awards in the barbecue circuit as well as just being a barbecue cook. So you see him winning awards with KCBS and some other things he's doing. Um, but as we mentioned earlier, he's also a restaurateur and doing that and and he's everywhere. So, yeah.
0: Very accomplished competition cook and business person, no doubt about it. Philanthropic as well. I don't know if he gets a lot of spotlight in that particular circle but good to see darren on the finals list again so that means one person left and who's rounding out the top nine finalists
1: one person left and this individual unfortunately does not have a single category because i'm pretty sure they're in every single one um uh, miss Leanne Whippin, i we can keep track of her i mean she's doing everything she's she's on tv she's on the radio she's got restaurants, restaurant she's doing competition she's Every time you turn on the TV, there you see her. So um, she is absolutely at the forefront of barbecue right now. She's doing every aspect of it she possibly can. I think she she's unstoppable. I don't know a better way to say it. Um, and a force to be reckoned with, with all of barbecue and every aspect that she's part of.
0: All right. So those are your nine finalists. They will go out to vote. How does this voting now go to what we will then announce in two weeks time on the 25th? What happens now?
1: Perfect. So this list um, that we just discussed will go to our official vote team, which includes our Living Hall of Famers. So anyone who's already inducted does get a vote. They each get to vote for four. And then each person on the nominating committee will also get to vote for are who they would like of this. And I will tell you, the nominating committee does not always agree. So this list probably had another 25 people on it. Mm. Their vote um, is is on there, too. So it was tough to get down to nine. Um, so that will go to vote. And in two weeks, we will pick our top four just based on who's got the most votes. And they will be inducted into the 2022 class.
0: All right. You get votes. So I'm going to ask the question, who's Emily Park voting for?
1: I'm never going to answer that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Well, I figured I would ask. I, asked, uh, I will
1: take nine. I'm going to take nine votes. Are you kidding? I <laughs> this would be the hardest thing ever.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, uh, the hardest thing ever will be Ballyhooed about in uh, the fourth Tuesday of the month. And this would be. Well, let's see. Yesterday was the 10th. Third. Yeah. fourth. So the Tuesday. The night before we have the 2022 Hall of Fame announcements, I will rekindle our embedded yep. correspondence segment. So Doug and Rusty, John and myself, will all go through this list and we yep. will pick our nominees and we will see how accurate we are. We have proven through the last four years, Emily, we are hardly accurate, uh, but oh, we, will we will continue. We will continue to press through and give our own Thoughts on who we think should be in there, so that will be fun as well. Uh, Good to know the process. And, I mean, nine very fitting nominees, uh, Byron Chisholm, Steve Grady, John Marcus, Ed Mitchell, Flora Payne, Donnie Teal, Joe Traeger, Darren Worth, and Leanne Whippen. I asked Robert Moss last night. I didn't ask him who he was going to vote for because I didn't know who the list was. But I did ask him this question. Maybe this is easier to answer, although he passed on it, too. (laughs)
1: <laughs> who who was
0: left off your list, Emily? That you were championing, that for whatever reason did make it over the hump. What do we think? Again, um, things that you
1: are never going to get us to say. Is, um, is that a
0: hard one to answer? It is. I don't, is a hard I don't one to know answer why. Because, why is that hard?
1: Because there's not one. But I will you, say. I think like we go through this and we discuss every single name, and there's usually. Almost 90% of them that you can say, yeah, they should be in. Mm. And how do you say that? And I'm going to, how do you say that this person's more worthy this year than this person? It is an incredible tough thing to discuss. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, almost every single person that we receive a nomination for has done something so impactful, even in their own small community, all the way to worldwide, that we cannot say that they have not impacted the world To barbecue. It's not, you know, it's not ours to say. So we may sit there and discuss someone who's 25 down on the list that we know maybe won't make it this year, but they're just as worthy as these nine. So it's That's why I say I can't say one. There's never been one teetering. There's always been 10 teetering. (laughs) It always is. Yes. And then, okay, so I have to add something to your Tuesday night in two weeks. All right. So this year, legacy. So if you would like to determine on your end who you think it's going to be, we're actually going to induct three into our legacy this year. Really? So you've got, yeah, so three. So typically we've been two, so you've got three there. So if you kind of want to think about, Same categories, you know, who's impacted the world of barbecue. But our legacy category is to honor those who have passed away, who maybe don't have someone who's rooting in their corner all the time to say their story. And this does not have to be current. This can be, has passed away hundreds and hundreds of years ago, but has changed the scope of barbecue. Um, We just don't want to lose their story. Um, And I've got one more fun thing for you. Yes, please. New this year. Okay. Not technically in. That we would like to honor some groups. There are some groups that have done so much. And, you know, you can't really induct 20 people at a time or 100 people at a time. But I think this year and and based on what the nominating committee believes, we are going to honor a group with an impact award, hmm. a group that has really impacted um, everything that's going on today or in, in the past. Um, And although they won't be technically in the Hall of Fame, they are getting this recognition from the Hall of Fame.
0: All right. So a lot of new things happening, additions to Living Hall of Fame, additions to the legacy portion of the Hall of Fame and now an impact award. Wow. I mean, everything's going on here. So and we will talk about uh, with the embedded correspondence uh, legacy as well. See if we can't at least get something right here before. The month closes out, and we have a new class of 2022. We're talking with Emily Park here from the American Royal. We've talked about the current update of where the barbecue event looks like. We've given you your nine finalists, and in two weeks' time, we'll be back right here, same time, same channel, to announce who is making up this year's Barbecue Hall of Fame. Emily, always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for coming out.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: You got it. That's Emily Park. Laying it down as only she can, which we certainly appreciate. And how does the list sound to you? Of course, we'll have reaction to it coming up on Tuesday's Barbecue Central Show. So if you want to weigh in between now and then, shoot me an email, greg at the BBQ Central Show dot com. If you're just tuning in now and you missed everything, don't worry about it. I'm going to get it up in podcast. You'll probably see it in an hour or two as that feed updates. And then if you want to react to me socially at BBQ Central Show on all the social media channels, as well as if you're watching live here on videos, you can leave a comment in the comments section and I'll make sure that I pull them off and read them off as we lead the show next Tuesday. That's going to do it. We are right in that 30-minute wheelhouse as we have been for the last four years. Emily said it was four years. Why not? The Nine. Byron Chisholm, Steve Grady, John Marcus, Ed Mitchell, Flora Payne, Donnie Teal, Joe Traeger, Darren Worth, and Leanne Whippin. Five are returning from the finals nominations of 2021. So we'll see if any of those bridge over into the class of 2022. Really appreciate, uh, really appreciate you tuning in and watching live. Also the folks on Clubhouse. Appreciate you listening. And again, this will be up in podcast form here shortly. Don't forget, big tuesday night show coming up steven reichlin will be in of course and Susie bullock will be around and mr jonathan from the cigar authority podcast will be revisiting us as well so big show planned for you this coming tuesday hope to see you there that fun starts at 9 p.m eastern September 11th, 2001, I will never forget. And until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. Hey, what's up? This is J.M., host of the Celebrity Grill podcast on iTunes. And you're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Network. All barbecue and grilling, all the time. Bomb City, USA, Cleveland.